Hey friends, Kylie here, your host of Dream On with Kylie O'Miller, back for season four of the Dream On podcast. I am so excited to be here today for another episode with one of our KO17 lacrosse sponsored athletes, a current freshman playing for Hopkins and absolutely loving it, and someone whose inspiration will travel beyond her impact on the field. Thank you as always for tuning in. These episodes are recorded from a live Zoom webinar that I hold through the KO17 Lacrosse app and are constructed into this Dream On podcast you have found here. I hope you are getting some insight from these episodes from some of the people that I have met throughout my lacrosse journey that have imposed so much of their wisdom on me. If you're loving our episodes so far, show us some love in the reviews and rate us five stars. Also, be sure to S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E. It would mean the world to us. All right, we've got another special guest this week, and I'm pumped to get right into it. Jalen Bennett is this episode's guest, and I was super excited to sit down and catch up with her as she's getting acclimated to her new life as a freshman on the campus of Johns Hopkins University. Jay always had aspirations of playing lacrosse at the next level, and she talks a lot through this episode about how that inspiration came from her dad. She mentions some really strong advice on a ton of different pillars throughout this conversation, from her focus on staying grounded in the overwhelming moments in life, to her adaptations to the lacrosse life in college, to her dedication to her self-work even as she maintains a busy life. This one is a special one, as you hear me say that word about 800 times in reaction to some of the things that Jay explains about her story so far. I hope you all enjoy it as much as I did and really truly believe it was as special as I did. to another episode of the Dream On podcast. I am your host, Kylie O'Miller, and this is the KO17 athlete season. We're continuing with Jalen Bennett, and I'm so excited. Um, Jay is someone who, you know, I got to know from a couple lessons back during COVID, and we got to grow together. Um, and she is now at Hopkins. She's a women's lacrosse freshman. She's an attacker. She's originally from Pennington, New Jersey. She played at Lawrenceville. Um, in high school. She was an All-American her senior year this past spring in 2023. Um, and she also played for Dulax and Nation United Lacrosse. So um, a lot of awesome, awesome wisdom that's going to come from Jay tonight. And I am so excited to dive into it. But Jay, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So we always like to start off to a good start on the Dream On podcast, which basically just kind of gives us a little insight to where you're at right now while we're recording, kind of just like um, you know, on the ground with you. So what is actually for reference, I always like to do this. It's Thursday, October 19th, 7.07 PM. And you are in your dorm at yes. Johns Hopkins, right? Yes. So something you are thankful for today. What's that? So I'm thankful that we're on fall break. Um, it gives us a nice little rest from the academic schedule, which has definitely ramped up because we are in the middle of midterm season. So it's nice to just have a morning practice and then spend the rest of the day hanging out with teammates, you know, calling home, getting some nice rest and definitely I'm so grateful for that. Well-deserved rest, I'm sure, right? <laughs> have you been able to um, explore anything new at school but with this like extra time on your hands or anything new that you've done, maybe a new bagel shop or something like that? Have you been able to do anything new this week? It's actually funny you say that because this is my first week trying the cafe in the library and it's so good. The bagels specifically and like the chai. So good. So when I've been studying, um, that's like my go-to combo. 
Wow. Okay. Wow. That's so funny. We didn't even talk about that um, no. <laughs> recording, but I had to ask. I thought that was such a fun thing. Um, and I'm glad that you found something new. That's so cool. Um, another question that popped up when you said it, are you calling home every day? Are you checking in with the fam every day? How often are you checking in, checking in? I check in most days. I would say sometimes when I'm just so slammed with work and practice and um, homework, I will send a text or just give a little update, but I love to call home. It's nice to just kind of see what everyone's doing back there. Yeah. Shout out to the Bennett fam. I just wanted to make sure you were you were checking in. I knew you were, but um, <laughs> I love it. What so? What is something that you are proud to say that you've accomplished so far today? Well, I just finished my biology midterm, um, which I studied so hard for. So it's really nice to say that it's over and that I feel pretty good about it so I'll probably get it back like tomorrow the turnaround is fast so I'll know for sure but it's sort of it's sort of nice to just know that you gave your all uh especially in the classroom on top of athletics yeah that's awesome so what are are you a decided major yet do you know what you're studying yeah so my medicine my major is called medicine science and humanities so it's kind of interdisciplinary um, and I love it. I honestly, if I could have designed a major for myself, it would have been that. So the fact that we had it here was so nice. And I immediately knew that that's what I wanted to do. That's very cool. I asked because, you know, a bio, ma- a bio midterm, a couple yes. couple weeks into your semester, your first <sighs> fall semester, I knew you were doing something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Good for you. Well, I'm fingers crossed for a great grade tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but not least, what is something that you're pumped to go chase? So it could be like with the rest of this week, could be with the rest of this year. What is something that you're pumped to chase? Well, I'm really excited for our fall ball game against Denver this upcoming weekend. It's also just a really big weekend because the alums are all coming in and we have certain like mentorship programs. We're like doing a dinner and like really getting to know them. So I'm excited just to throw myself into that and really get to hear some wisdom from people who have been in my shoes. That's really cool that you have. Is there going to be an alumni game and everything, all that good stuff, or they're just kind of coming in and celebrating with you guys? I think they might just be coming in to celebrate. Um, but I know that we're doing a lot of fun things like going to Top Golf and having mentorship panels. So I can't wait. Oh, that's going to be so awesome. Um, you're going to learn so much. That's so cool. That's a really cool idea to bring them back in and like be able to really interact that way rather than just, you know, holding a party and then everyone goes home. It's like, a- <laughs> right. that's really, really great. Um, all right. Awesome. So, I mean, we talked a little bit about this so far, but you know, you are currently in your first semester as a freshman at Johns Hopkins, <laughs> um, playing for the women's lacrosse team, of course, how is everything going? What is like your typical day in the life looking like? Honestly, I love it here so much. And I, love my schedule, which is great. Um, We have morning practice. So practice starts at eight. I usually wake up around like 6.30, 6.40 to go get breakfast and sort of get in the mindset for practice. Um, and Then I have classes. I don't have ever more than three a day. So after I get through that, I sometimes have academic meetings. I sometimes have film, um, usually a good amount of homework, um, but also there's time for us to sort of just hang out as a team. Uh, We're really lucky to have the Cordish Lacrosse Center, 
which is pretty much where we all live. So um, I, someone's always there. So I always know regardless of whether I tell someone I'm going or not, I'm going to have someone to hang out with. So it's really just a great place. And that's usually where I end my days. That is the library. Yeah, that's cool <laughs> to know that you have that like common space, right? Like, like you said, it's almost like, um, it's just that place that, you know, like I could show up and someone will be there that I can talk to no matter what kind of day I'm having good or bad, or I just want company, <laughs> like someone will be there. So that's really cool that you have that, um, definitely unique. Um, so what were, I guess, kind of some of the things, you know, I think this is something we talk about a lot is like the transition from high school to, to college on the field, off the field, the whole thing, right? Like just kind of time management, all of it. What were some of the things that you were kind of a little bit nervous about heading into freshman year of college and how have they turned out for you so far? So I guess one of the things that I was really nervous about was sort of feeling out being my own, you know, the captain of my own ship in a way, Um, being the person to wake myself up get ready, go to school, be accountable for academics and athletics and recovery, like all of those things, um, sort of being the one to structure my entire life. Um, and so I would say that it's been going really well. We have a really good support system in place, um, both on and off the field. The coaches are amazing. Our upperclassmen are amazing. And just seeing how they manage is really helpful. Um, and I've gotten so much good advice from them in terms of just how to get through the days, how to get through rough academic weeks, which has really come in handy recently as we have practice and we have um, a lot of or a heavier workload. Um, and so that's definitely something that I wanted to make sure I did well. And I'm grateful to say has been going really well. It's just sort of managing my life in a way that's healthy and balanced. Um, and then obviously on the field, just sort of playing my game, like not really letting the anxiety of being a freshman impact the way that I see myself and also the way that I'm able to perform. So just kind of making sure to stay grounded on the field um, to do the things that I've been doing my whole life, the things that really got me on this team, um, really just knowing who I am and figuring out my lacrosse identity um, and staying true to it has also been just something I've really wanted to focus on and something that's been going well too. Oh, that's great. I think that's two really, really important things because again, two really common things that we think about when we're going from high school to college is like, okay, one, I'm on my own. It's all right. on me. Now. And two, like, how can I stay me on the lacrosse field and like focus on that without all the hype surrounding it? Um, so really, really great that you've had, you have two of those just like heavy goals, but you're really doing a great job at like staying on top of them so far. I love that. Um, what do you feel is some of like the actual lacrosse adjustments so far, something that's different from high school to to college so far? What's something that's been tough to get used to on the field? So we run a really unique offensive system where it doesn't really emphasize one person um, or one style of play. It's really team ball, like I've never experienced before. And so I think in high school, at least in my case and in a lot of other people's cases, we're sort of taught to be a better athlete than people and use that to get past them, um, sort of use speed and strength and more of a um, sort of bull dodge mentality to get to cage. Um, and so I think that this offense sort of forces you to slow your mind down and really focus on how you can create advantages with the people around you. 
So it sort of like forced me to look at lacrosse in a much different way, in a way that is really creative and honestly so brilliant. Um, yeah. And I just love hearing how the coaches come up with different ways for us to succeed as a team on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and then obviously the defense is so strong too. And just really learning how to navigate um, different types of pressure, different zones, different man coverages. Um, it's really just a great system. And I think that it's so different from high school and how much it emphasizes the team component, but that's already made me so much better um, on the field and also just mentally uh, learning how to just assess the situation and sort of take it from there um, really strategically. Um, I think it's been actually really, really good for me. Oh, that's great. I love that. I think you really broke that down well, right? Like again, more so things that like we're nervous about going from high school to college across sometimes mm -hmm. like speed and strength. And then what are the systems going to look like? Is it going to be something that I've never done before? And you're just kind of really throwing yourself into those uncomfortable scenarios and actually really learning a lot from it, which is just really cool to hear in like a real life scenario, you know, and a real life success story. So, um, I love it. I can't wait to see you on the field. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so take us back a little bit, a couple of years to when you first started playing sports. So just a couple of years ago. All right. When were you first introduced to sports, how young were you when you first started playing sports? What were those sports? And, and then how did you get introduced to lacrosse? So lacrosse was actually the first sport that I ever played. And there's a photo of me as a newborn, like my first day back from the hospital. And there's a lacrosse stick in my crib because my dad used to play. He's from Maryland. And so he sort of passed down his love of the game to me. And it's always been my thing. Um, I've done, you know, other sports. I played soccer for a little bit when I was in like first grade and I ran cross country. I ran track actually through high school but lacrosse has kind of always been a constant. And I started playing club when I was five or six, I want to say. So it's sort of been a lifetime thing and a generational thing. And now I have little cousins um, who I'm so like, honestly shocked to say, like they're looking at me as their inspiration the same way that I look at my dad. And it's really amazing to see how lacrosse is becoming a big family game for us now. Oh, that's so special. I love that. You're going to have to send me that photo of you as a baby. <laughs> I would love to see that. That's adorable. Um, and so cool, right? It makes the game that much more special for you guys. Um, and just like, you know, a bigger purpose, a bigger why, right? Um, so that's really, really awesome. What was it? I guess you were introduced to it really, really young, but as you sort of started to develop and started to develop your own love for the game, like what was it about the sport of lacrosse that you fell in love with? I think it's just the pace of it. It's such a fun and creative sport itself. And hearing it just like be described as sort of a game for everyone. There are so many different niches where you can succeed so many different body types, so many different styles of play. And so you see such a wide variety of people playing lacrosse precisely because like there's room for everyone. And I think that playing with different people, really learning how to, you know, again, sort of like be myself and be myself with other people who are being themselves on the field. I think that's really what makes lacrosse special and something that I've really found most strongly here. Yeah, that's really Really, really well said. I love that. Um, kind of just like really emphasizing 
that individuality within a team sport, I think is so special. I think you said that really well. Um, what was something that you feel like, so you said you started playing club really, really young, right? Like five, six years old, right. what was something that as you developed through the club scene, um, you feel like club lacrosse kind of helped you develop in part of your game. Maybe it was part of who you were as a leader or teammate. What do you feel like club lacrosse helped you with? Definitely. I learned so much about leadership through a club. Um, my dad was my coach for a really long time and he's really a great leader. I want always to sort of emulate the way that he's confident and composed. And I think learning that confidence and composure in such pressure environments, because obviously it is a huge competition. Um, we're all sort of looking to get to our dreams of playing at the next level. And so sort of learning how to be level-headed and to, again, like rely on the people around you, rely on your skill in those environments is really, I'm so grateful to be entering college, having already learned so much about that um, and knowing that I'm capable of, you know, that confidence and that trust in myself. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you've had that role model to kind of look to. And like you said, like almost a like a heads up on heading into college too, right? right. Like feel prepared. So that's really, really special. Um, and also probably something that you were able to rely on in the recruiting process, right? So like talk a little bit about how you got to, you know, ended up getting to high school. Um, maybe talk a little bit about your decision to play for Lawrenceville first mm -hmm. and then how you got, you know, you realized, okay, maybe this is something I want to do in college and into your recruiting process. Yeah. So I always like living in the Princeton area, Lawrenceville has always been sort of held up as like the school um, from an academic standpoint, from an athletic standpoint. It's, you know, ranked very highly nationally and internationally. So to have it right there is like, of course, that's where I want to be. Um, and so getting the chance to go and really have that full experience of four years there. Um, it was really all I wanted in middle school. It was like, this is what I need and where I'm going to end up. And so that was really, again, sort of like competing with myself, being the best I could on and off the field to get there. Um, and then Lawrenceville was very rigorous and very challenging in a lot of ways. But again, I feel like all of the sort of adversity and the difficulties that I had in high school, just sort of working on navigating, like we had a six day week. So obviously with club, um, balancing going to school and sometimes leaving immediately to go to tournaments, sometimes missing school, sometimes missing lacrosse, like that's a lot for, mm -hmm. that's a big ask for a high schooler. Yeah. Um, but knowing that I was able to sort of manage and figure out how to best navigate having an overpacked schedule um, and having that level of academic and athletic rigor, um, playing three sports and really being challenged in a lot of areas of life was definitely a valuable lesson. Um, yeah. And then in terms of recruiting, my process was honestly really long. Um, I always had a very narrow sort of view of where I wanted to be. And my, the best advice that I got ahead of the process was to be patient. And so I knew sort of going in that I wouldn't be settling um, for anything. Um, and so there were a lot of schools that I was able to visit and had great experiences at. 
um, but really nowhere gave me the same feeling as Hopkins from the coaches to the campus to the academics um, to the team I really hadn't felt as welcomed or like it was home the way that Hopkins immediately felt um, and so in August going into my senior year so almost a year after um, September 1st I went to a prospect day and ended up committing right out of it which was honestly the best decision of my life um, and I knew sort of really honestly like an hour into the prospect day I was like this is it like this is it um Tim and the coaching staff were amazing and the girls were so supportive they kind of treated me like they already knew me even though I met them literally earlier that morning at registration um and I learned so much too I think that's what really stuck out to me was that I was put in an environment where I was able to see the school but also the lacrosse and I was sort of like overwhelmed by how much I was learning in a good way. I was like, wow, I've literally never even seen lacrosse played this way. Yeah. Um, and so it was just so right. And I just remember that car ride home. We had all of the merch from the bookstore. We were so excited. It was literally one of the best days of my life. Um, and so it made all of the patience and the playing through so many people having already committed and kind of losing faith at times and feeling like, oh no, this might not be right. Like I experienced all of that. And I think that's a very normal thing when you compare yourself to other people around you. And when you see obviously on Instagram, people are committing, you know, right and left to some of the schools that maybe you wanted to go to or had interest in. Um, but it really reminded me, I guess, at the end of the process that all of the waiting and all of the knows and all of the instinctual like this isn't right for me like all of that was really leading to something better and now especially being here I know that like firsthand that I wouldn't want to be anywhere else hey guys Kylie here a short break from our conversation to remind you to check in on our social channels you can find little snippets from our episodes on Instagram at at dream.on underscore pod. And if you're a lacrosse stud looking for a unique way to train and develop into the best version of yourself, like our guest here most definitely has, check out the KO17 lacrosse app in the app store. That's KO17 lacrosse. And at D-R-E-A-M period O-N underscore P-O-D on Instagram. Come join the fam and we can keep dreaming on together. Okay, enough of that. We back. I think that's so awesome that you were able to kind of just share that advice through your own story, right? Um, it's something that, like you said, like you got that advice before you even went into the into the situation of your recruiting process of like, try to stay as patient as you can. And I think something that you mentioned that I think is really important for our listeners to take too is that you held the standard for yourself not to settle for something that didn't feel instinctually right to you, didn't feel instinctually right as your home, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's a really, really important lesson for you know people to listen to from your story because obviously it's ended up working out pretty well so far, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so um, something I like to talk about here on, you know, this podcast, I think is really, really important. I think everybody's got a different journey on and off the lacrosse fields and we've gotten into yours a little bit, but 
part of that are our successes and also our failures on our way to mm-hmm. our successes. And, you know, everything's kind of up and down as we go through our journeys. Right. So um, first, before we kind of get into some of those maybe challenges that you've hit along the way, what do you think are some of your successes that you're most proud of so far in your, in your journey? I would say maybe my biggest success has been um, having faith in myself and my ability. Um, and I kind of, I kind of touched on that just now, but I think that when you know that you are capable of doing something, um, you can't really let people take that away from you. Um, and in the past, sort of before I was challenged, like I was in the recruiting process, like I sort of let that get taken away from me at times, um, And it sort of came to a moment where I was like, this is either and I do it or I don't. Um, And this is really like, this is my future that I now have to take into my own hands and decide if I want to fight longer than I thought I was going to have to. Honestly, I thought that I was going to be done in the early fall um, and sort of have it out of the way. And then as time sort of went on, like really looking myself in the mirror and saying, even when it was hard to believe that like, I knew I was capable, um, sort of that affirmation and really being able to believe and again, like lean on the people around me. My family has always been, you know, my biggest support system and seeing them tell me with conviction that, you know, you can do it. You are completely capable of this and it's going to take hard work and it's going to take a lot out of you. Um, But in the end, it's going to be worth it. I've applied that so many times since really learning the lesson and it's something that I will take with me for the rest of my life so that's a success that I think goes way beyond lacrosse um Mm -hmm. and is honestly the thing that I'm happiest I've learned in my life yeah that's so special and I know I keep saying that but I think it's really important for you know again you're kind of just giving the best advice and (laughs) you're telling your own story um and I think that's just really, really special overall. Um, and I know you mentioned, you know, the recruiting process and the length of it for you was definitely like a challenge for you. You mentioned looking yourself in the mirror and wondering and questioning and all those things. Would you say in terms of like setbacks and challenges, would you say that's your major one or are there other ones you want to touch on? Absolutely. I would say that's the biggest one. And also I would say a challenge that's sort of again, another sort of life thing is just sort of learning how to slow your mind down and really focus on what's right in front of you. I think that a lot of the times for a lot of different reasons, we're always going a million miles an hour and it's sort of hard to slow down and really figure out, A, what you have right in front of you, what you have to be grateful for, um, the people that are with you and that have helped you get where you are. And so I think that, especially on the field and also off, when things feel overwhelming, when say you're learning a new play or a new system or a new drill, and it's not coming to you right away, I think being able to just slow down, realize why you're here, be grateful for sort of everything that's gotten you here, um, and just sort of take it day by day, um, or just play by play even sometimes. I think that's definitely a challenge, but figuring it out slowly, I would say, has sort of 
helped me in so many ways just walking around campus really taking everything in you know like I'm in college I can't believe this I'm at one of the best universities in the world like there's so much to really slow down and appreciate and doing that really helps everything in your life to sort of become that much richer yeah amazing um and I think that's really really important like you said you you kind of said like day by day and then play by play I thought that was important because sometimes that's all we got to do right it's just slow down a little bit and um it's really important to remember especially when things get as hectic as they can being not only a student athlete, but you're a daughter, you're a family member, you're a friend, you have all sorts of other things that you're involved in, right? So just remembering to take one thing at a time, one breath at a time. Um, And it kind of sparked a question that I had for you, but is there any like, I guess, you know, you've already had so many good wisdoms and things and (laughs) certain goals that you're focused on and things that you seem to kind of get really like internal about is there anything that you work on yourself like do you journal do you do any sort of listening to podcasts do you like what's kind of like the self work work that you do um that kind of kind of gets you into this mindset and helps you like working on these things so I really love doing breathing exercises I'd say that's one of my favorite things to do ahead of practice on my walk over to the field um before games and after as well Um, And sort of just in day to day, sometimes I'll be in class and think, you know, my mind is racing. Let me just do a box breath or something like that. That's been really helpful just sort of to get in tune with your body and really focus on what's going on, not really where my mind is taking me. Um, That I would definitely say is a big one. I do also journal. And I actually texted my dad this past weekend when he was here for our game versus the U20 team. Can you please bring my yoga mat? Um, So I'm getting hopefully back into some yoga, which I did at home. Obviously, it's a little bit different now that, you know, I have a roommate and I have a very busy schedule, but it's carving out time, I think, in whatever way possible on a daily to just sort of get back in tune with my mind and my body. I'd say that's the, that's a big thing for me. Yeah. I think that's really special and um, definitely helps you slow down. Like we were just talking about, right. And yeah. kind of focus on some of those little things. And again, these are probably the things that you've been working on for a while in terms of like, just allowing yourself to give yourself five minutes a day to just right. focus on you and connecting back to your mind, your body, whatever might need it that day. Um, and it's really cool to hear you say like, you know, you're a division one lacrosse player. A lot of player, a lot of people are going to be listening to this podcast episode, looking up to you. And like the fact that you're doing that stuff, right. They might not think you have the time to, they might think that you're too cool to, but you're not right. And you're giving it the time and the space that, you know, it's helping you be successful on and off the field. So I think that's really important. Um, Awesome. Okay. So we talked a little bit about your values there, but this has been a fun little exercise that we've been doing on the KO 17 athlete season of the dream on pod, but we're going to kind of ask like a rapid fire round where you give me three, like one word or one phrase answers to okay. each of things about your values. Okay. Absolutely. All right. All right. So just in general, from people around you, the people that you like to have around you or the kind of person you like to be, um, what are some of the things that you value most in a person? Uh, I would say trust, honesty, um, and compassion. 
Ooh, I like that one. Compassion's a good one. Okay. So going off of that, what are some of the things that you value the most in a teammate? In a teammate? Damn, I already said trust. <laughs> um, leadership, respect, um, and hmm, humility. Hmm. Good one. Okay. I'm going to challenge you one more time here. What are some of the things you value the most in a leader? So whether it's you and what you want to work on and what you focus on as a leader or, you know, someone that you're following. Confidence, listening, and love. Definitely. Ooh. Good ones. And right on the spot too. I love it. This is one of my new favorite like things because oh, words, you know, and it's, it's very, very special. I think that's important too. Cause also I like looking at it in the way, which I was able to see you doing when you were thinking there, but I like looking at it in the way of you're thinking about the values that you try to give off as a person, but also the type of people you surround yourself with. Same thing as like you try to give off as a teammate or a leader and the same people you try to like surround yourself with as teammates and leaders. Um, so it's kind of like a, you know, two way kind of way to look at it, but I like some of those words. I think I'm going to steal them. <laughs> all right so kind of going off of that double whammy question another one of my favorites here um I know maybe this might be from some advice from your dad because you said this is he's someone that you have looked up to all of your lacrosse career and all of your life um but we're going to kind of think about a little bit of inspiration maybe some advice maybe a quote um but someone special from someone special in your life maybe something that really stuck with you throughout your life so far and that you're going to continue to take through your all your walks of life what's maybe a piece of advice that you've taken from that person? I would say, and I know that this is maybe not the least common piece of advice people hear, but to be where your feet are. Um, I think it's really easy to lose sight of sort of the context around how you've ended up where you are. And so a lot of, I guess, what we've talked about today has geared towards that appreciation, but really making it a daily practice. Um, until it becomes instinct to just sort of take in um, the world and how lucky you are to be where you are. That's definitely such a big piece of advice. That and to just trust yourself um, because I've learned that, you know, you have to be the first person to believe that you're capable of something. Like that doesn't get handed to you. And honestly, when you don't believe that you're capable of something it sort of creates this negative cycle where you're performing worse and whatever it may be and then people really do start to sort of believe that you're maybe not as talented or as capable or as strong as you are um, and so really being your own biggest cheerleader and then having that presence of mind to really enjoy the life that you're fortunate enough to live are my big ones. That's awesome. Um, and two really important things on kind of two opposite spectrums there, but mm -hmm. really like it because they, they feed off of each other well. Um, so I'm flipping the script here. If, and I know this is the case, lots of young players, right? You said even your cousins are looking up to you, <laughs> right? If they're following you on social media, if they watch you play a lacrosse game up in the stands, if they, you know, get to meet you and you get to sign an autograph, if you're coaching them at a clinic or something like that, what is one piece of advice or inspiration that you hope that they take from you? Honestly, I would say to really live beyond social media itself. Um, and for me, I 
have been trying, especially now um, being here, not to let social media be everything. Um, I've realized slowly that it really is only the best that people are willing to show of themselves. And so, you know, going on fun trips, having, you know, a great day, taking beautiful photos, like that's all fun and that's what gets posted, but there's more in everyone's life than social media. And so understanding that you have a life to live outside of the screen, you have more than you show people um, and really taking advantage of that and not letting Instagram be the thing that defines you or defines your understanding of the people that you follow. Like I haven't posted in, I don't even know how long, but I've been busy sort of living and figuring out life and college and friends and family. Um, and so that is definitely something that I want people to know looking at my Instagram is that that's not my whole life. That's definitely a really good part of it, but you have to make the off-screen life just as good. Mm. Amazing. You have had so many little snippets for me to just clip up. <laughs> I love it. You're like a one-line wonder. I love it. <laughs> um, making my job really easy. <laughs> so on kind of like the same note there, now, as a lacrosse player, if someone's looking at you and they say, I want to emulate my game after Jay's game, what <laughs> are maybe some kind of advice you could give them about what skills or traits that they should work on in their own game to, you know, play more like you? Yeah, I would definitely say lean into the things that you are naturally talented at. Um, for me, I would say a big part of my game has always been speed, but, you know, for somebody that could look really different for some people that's playing really slowly and really be having a more analytical um, and slower paced approach to the game. Um, so I think that for everyone, lacrosse looks really different. We talked about that a little while ago. Um, and so figuring out what it is that you can be the best at. That's what my coaches have told me um, throughout my playing career do something really well, be the best at that thing and let that be the center of your game. So if that's your athleticism, if that's your ability to kind of get past defenders in space, then that's what it is. If it's your ability to shoot, then finding opportunities. If it's your assist, then getting your hands free and getting those looks. Um, but definitely I would say, and something that I've seen on the team too, is that we're all such different players, um, but we own what we do well. And so owning what you do well is, I think, the key to having success on the field and in life, really. Amazing. So well said. Um, and it makes for, you know, the formula for a great team too, right? Mm -hmm. when everyone's doing their job and doing what they're best at. And then you put it right. all together. It's usually the sum of all parts, right? And that's mm -hmm. how it kind of operates well. So um, really, really well said there. So thinking a little bit about the future, we talked about a bit about the past, thinking about the future now. Okay. Yeah. Two questions about the future. One, where do you hope to see women's lacrosse or lacrosse in general in five to 10 years? What do you hope to see in our game? What do you hope to, um, what do you hope for, for the future of our game? Well, it's funny that we're talking, we're having this conversation now because we just got approved for the Olympics, which is honestly so amazing. And I'm so happy to see that the game has taken that step. Um, it really is sort of beyond words and it's been so many years in the making. So 
I woke up first thing in the morning for practice and I saw that and I literally had to stop myself screaming and waking up my roommate. I was so excited. Um, And so just knowing that we're headed in that direction, really like listening to player feedback. I know like talking to you and some of the other pro players, um, hearing that there's sort of like a player um, initiative to have conversations about rules and sort of where the game is going. Um, It's so fun to watch at the highest level And I think that when we lean into player feedback is when we get the best out of it. Um, So obviously with AU and with sixes, there have already been a lot of modifications to how we play and sort of just keeping that open dialogue, I think is the best way um, for the game to move forward. So whatever that looks like, whatever um, changes we think need to be made in order to make it the most fun to watch, but more importantly, the most fun to play, I think that's that's definitely where I want to see it. I want to see so many people getting sticks in their hands just based off of the publicity that we've been getting and honestly, um, the fun that's inherent to the game. Yep, you couldn't have said it better. It's been a really, really exciting week for lacrosse. That's for sure. Amazing. Uh, Okay, so what's next in the life of Jay? What's in your future? What are you dreaming about? What is in the future? It's a great (laughs) question. So I definitely, again, like with my major and really leaning into owning my academics, um, I definitely want to hopefully work in the healthcare space, um, specifically focused on women's healthcare. And so getting in that realm and again with our mentorship programs and having opportunities to speak to people who have been in my shoes, not only on the field and on Homewood specifically, but also from a career standpoint, just really I'm in the mindset of soaking everything up as a freshman, just learning from who I can learn from. I have so many amazing professors who are doing their own incredible work in the field. Um, So many people to look up to really all over the place. Um, Upperclassmen who have taken my same classes, know my same professors. It's really just such a great community of learning. And so having that opportunity to be a sponge and sort of soak in everything that there is to learn about what I know I'm passionate about. I think that's sort of where I'm headed and seeing wherever that takes me. If it's, you know, more school, if it's going right into a career, we'll see. Um, But now I'm just sort of like learn as much as I can and really lean into the resources that I'm lucky to have everywhere I look. Yeah, I think um, you mentioned something like it's it's definitely a dream and it's a goal of yours, right? And it's long term. Yeah. So what can you do on the daily to make sure you're like getting a little bit closer to that long term goal and being a sponge is the best way to do it, right? Asking questions, asking the right people, asking for help um, and just kind of like learning as much as you can. So I think that's really, really, really smart. Um, and yeah, I'm sure we'll see you doing something special in the world someday. But you got some college lacrosse to play first. Yes, lots <laughs> of that. Yes. All right. Um, our most fun and our last segment here on the Dream On podcast. But basically, it's called quick finishes, kind of like you know, like we do on the crease. Um, <laughs> but half of our guests like to explain their answers and aren't really rapid fire answers, and half of them like to just rattle them off. So if you feel like you need to explain an answer, go for it. Um, but this is kind of just to get to know you. All right. Okay. What is your favorite candy? Sour Patch Kids. What is the best TV show in your opinion? Oof. Okay. 
best I would probably say best that I've watched is Succession which is a show that came out on HBO it was so popular like maybe a couple years ago okay so that was your favorite yes absolutely okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet but I've heard good things so so good so okay. good. all right you're selling me um all right what is one of, who is one of your favorite athletes to follow for inspiration oh wow there are so many um I've really been uh, so appreciative of Naomi Osaka recently, the tennis player. I think that she's opened up a lot about mental health and sort of being a professional um, athlete on one of the biggest stages. So seeing her be outspoken about that has really been inspirational and has kind of inspired me to tap into my own mental game as well. Yeah, really special. I love that. Um, what is your go-to breakfast meal? So the cafeteria has these really good biscuits. Um, mm. And on my way to practice, I always just get a nice little biscuit or two um, and some jelly. <laughs> yeah. Are you a coffee drinker? Well, I wasn't, but since being here, I've needed it for a couple of late nights. So now I've been getting chai with a bit of espresso in it, my dirty okay. time. Okay, a chai, nice. So if you had to pick Starbucks or Dunkin'? Starbucks. Okay. Are you a beach or a mountains kind of girl? Definitely mountains. Nice. Love it. Um, what is your favorite jersey number to rep and why? Eight. It's my number. Love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a reasoning behind it or you just it's just your favorite number? It is actually just my favorite number. I think it's funny because I was seven in high school. So seven plus one, kind of the next step if you want to make something more out of it. Um, but Honestly, just love the number. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you were able to get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you a morning person or a night owl? Definitely a night owl, but I've been forced to be a morning person since being here. So I don't mind the adjustment. Okay. All right. I like it. We're growing. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Last but not least, what is one thing on your bucket list? Ooh, I would say go to Japan with my brother. That's his dream trip. Um, and I made him a promise that after he graduates high school, I'll take him. So I have to now, you know, deliver on that, but I'm really excited hopefully to, you know, do that for him. Cause he's been, he's wanted to go forever. So that's definitely the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, that's cool. I like that. I've been to Japan once and it was definitely, it's definitely a bucket list trip. So I hope yeah. you guys are able to do that together. That'll be special. Yeah. Well, that concludes all of our questions for the evening. But first and foremost, I just wanted to say thank you. You literally, like I said, gave us all the one-liners in the world for all of our little Instagram <laughs> graphics and stuff. But in all seriousness, it's been really good to, one, catch up with you a little bit, two, yeah. see how you're you know, doing in your freshman fall semester. And it seems like you've got your mind focused on all the right things. Um, and based on all you've told us tonight through, you know, your journey and everything that you're learning as you go through it, I think a lot of people who have listened to this episode are going to leave this episode with so much more knowledge and so much more inspiration. So thank you for being you. Thank you for hanging out with me tonight. Um, and I'm so excited to see you out on the field and crushing it with everything you do. Thank you so much, Kylie. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's it for the dream on pod. We'll see you next time.